Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Welcome to the Mean Green Show. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Mean Green Show. It's your boy Chris. It's your boy Jay. What's going on? We back in the building, bro. Yes, sir. All right, we're still on the series. Is your scale broke? Yep. All right, we've had a lot of different dope episodes. I do want to give my wife Tina a shout out for coming out hey, last bravo, week. Bravo, she killed um, that. I think a lot of people like her, then they like me. So <laughs> <laughs> we might need to replace Chris. Um, this week, what are we talking about, Jay? We're talking about how to date when it comes to work life balance. I was kind of hoping you forgot. No, not at all. I think I mentioned it at the end of the last You did. One. You did. There we go. I think that. Um, my disclaimer to everybody that's on, I don't know how to date. So, this not may per- be. Not perfect. Right, <laughs> right. I'm not a date, but I don't have it down. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any, I don't have the answers potentially. But I do want to share what I've done right, what I've done wrong. And I'm looking forward to hearing what Jared say from everything he does right, because he does no wrong. And and hopefully we grow together. Yeah. Um, we definitely love feedback. Love. This has been a great Q and A podcast. Oh, amazing! I almost I almost wanted to go live with this one, just because when I say live, I wanted to like look at the questions and yeah. answer them as you guys go. That's, a, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, but maybe in the future we might do a two point oh. Yeah. Maybe a two point But right now we just gonna <laughs> focus on the the questions we have between our brains there we and go. we'll go from there but we definitely will you never know we may have to make next episode based upon the comments yeah we never know we 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 can guess <laughs> what we're gonna talk about but we never exactly exactly know so i guess to start off with um i i'm married mm-hmm. i've been married since 2014 okay. which means i'm going on is that eight years 2014, yeah, two, yeah. Yeah, I'm going on eight years, October 3rd. Um, our marriage has been great, but not perfect. Okay. Our marriage has been great, but we've had challenges. Our marriage has been great, but we've had some struggles. Yeah. Our marriage has been unbelievably amazing, but we're looking for space. We have space where we definitely can grow. I gotcha. Um... I met Tina at a wedding. Her best friend, my best friend, got married. Okay. And me being Chris, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of hard, you know, right? And um, prior to that, I've had relationships. I've had seasons where I dated someone serious. I had seasons where I dated people, <laughs> right? Yeah. And everything that I just kind of gave you a one-minute and 30-second snippet that's where I'm coming from today. Okay. What about you, Jay? Oof. A uh, whole lot different. I'm not married. Uh, in a fairly fresh, let's just say that, fairly fresh relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, I had a, a career change. Um, truth be told, I had a career change that ended relationships. Um, so I've had, you know, I, I've had the, the college experience of relationships. Yeah. I've, had the career trying to figure out how to balance relationships. So for for me, obviously not married, but uh, in a in a new relationship and trying to figure out, and still trying to figure out how to feel my way, engage through it, and also how to how to balance my own life while yeah. doing tough. yeah while doing that. So that's that's the position I'm coming from. All right. So. I think that's the 
perfect way to set the foundation so they kind of know where we're coming from. Yep. And Jason did not wave when he I crossed y'all. That was so he wave when he rude. Back, though. Okay, hopefully Dumbbells he hears us. Let's see if he hears us. He got 45. You got to wave. You going to oh. wave with the 45? Oh, he's not. Oh, okay. okay, he's just doing his <laughs> thing. But um, I think, Jared, I will – guys, we need your feedback. Oh, yeah. We, we, we're going to need it because I want to know that – a lot of the people you train, I train, or we come across just in between training, and I want to know if this is impactful, yeah. right? Because is your scale broke? Is It's so broad. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what nobody say. Relationships do have an impact on your career. Absolutely. Right? It's, it's <laughs> sometimes for me it's been a place where I hide in my career to get through what I'm going through in relationships. Is that healthy? Of course not. Right. But in some moments it got me through. Yeah. And I guess the first question I want to ask everybody to comment down below. And a lot of you are going to be doing this live on the chat, yep. but also do this if you're replaying on YouTube, because it's easier for more people to see your reaction versus just for those that are on the chat. First question I have. And then, Jared, you answer. <sighs> when dating as a woman and when dating as a guy like you meet. At the bar, you meet at church, you meet at Mean Green, what it seems to be like uh, quite frequently. <laughs> um, when you meet as a woman, as a guy, in the season that you're in now, so Chris is a certain age, Jared's a certain age, you're a certain age. When you meet, are you thinking, I'm meeting him or I'm meeting her and I'm looking for marriage? All right. Actually, I'm not going to throw my boy to the wolves. I'm going to answer this one first, okay? Thank you. <laughs> when I met Tina, I was not thinking marriage at all. I was thinking she lives in Seattle. <laughs> this this might work out, yeah. right? And I told her initially like I wasn't I wasn't looking for a relationship. I was like, you know, we it wasn't like day one she was like, "Hey, are you looking for a girlfriend, boyfriend?" Oh, yeah. Yeah, she wasn't like, "Are you looking for a girlfriend?" And I wasn't like, "On day one, are you looking for a boyfriend?" Yeah. We we coded each other, right? And it ended up growing to what it is today. But I'm just curious for my sake. Yeah. Like, do people off top? I think guys don't look for marriage when they first see the person. But I could be wrong. Now, I want to ask you this question, okay. but I don't want you to answer. <laughs> if you look for marriage and not when you first meet someone. And the reason why, because we all hang out. We're real close. And I don't want to, you know. But do you think men or women, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I think you grow into it uh, from, mm -hmm. from, from different spaces. So, like you said, when you, in, in my particular space, I won't lie to you. Same thing for me. I wasn't, like, I wasn't looking around, like, where's my wife? Where's my wife? Yeah. I was, uh, was career-focused. Still, still am. But when, you know, certain people come into your life if they if you feel like they they fit the script and they can help propel you to where you're going and i think you kind of start looking yeah you know uh i i don't know i feel like that I'm, obviously i'm 27 years old um and i think people in this space are kind of like so this is weird for for me obviously if you like in your 30s you're not in the same space but like i'm old enough to get married and nobody look at me like i'm crazy like twenty seven is about that time. Like, yeah, twenty four. You're like, ah, come on, you, you young, you can yeah. wait. Twenty seven people. You know, it's like, okay, like yeah. now, it's about the time where you know you can you can be married, you, you can have kids. It. Like, so now is that time where it's like, okay, so 
am I dating with a purpose or am I just dating just to date? Right. So, like, now is the time when people's heads start kind of getting wrapped around that. Yeah. So, for myself, like, I'm just – I'm I've been so career-focused that I'm also having that – yeah. what do they call it? A paradigm shift yeah. of trying to figure out – What's next? Do I just want to date to date just to have fun or – do I want to date somebody that's going to help build my career that I can I'm actually got to build a life with too? Yeah. So it's so many facets, right? Yeah. And a lot of it do come from what you witness and what you've experienced from people that you trust. Yeah. Right. So my father was mine. So it's tough because for me, I'll, I said this on the last podcast with Tina. I'm trying to remember the exact age. I didn't want to get married, I believe, until I, I think I said until 44. <laughs> yeah. Might have been 48. It was one or the other. It was, right? it was 44. I remember that. Okay, I, 44. <laughs> I thought 44 would have been a great age, right? Yeah. Um, but growing up, my father's first wife, he married, I think, at the age of 20. Different generation, right? Yeah. And then when he met my mother, I believe he was 24, somewhere around there, whatever. So you can imagine the conversation when I – bring someone to the house because I, I didn't my whole life I brought two girls to the house two alright even Jason <laughs> looked at me like dang <laughs> right so now I didn't say I didn't I dated more than two only brought two to the house but I've I only brought you. two to see my mom and dad Yeah. so they know when I brought someone around you know I like them or whatever right so my dad is like oh When's the big day, you know? Like, he doesn't believe in the term shacking. Yeah, I got you. Right? He believes that you take the correct steps as a man, and if that's that person, then don't prolong and be respectful. Yeah. For someone that wanted to get married at 44, it was difficult because I had this this inner Chris, but my upbringing was teaching me something different. And I think everybody has that different upbringing. Yeah. Like, Jared's is different from mine's. Yours is different from mine's. And I think that's where a lot of anxiety is built, a lot of confusion is built, mm-hmm. because we all have this white picket fence on when we think that time is. And then we start looking to see how everybody else is moving. And then when we're not there, it's like, oh, damn, I'm not doing this right, or I'm not lucky, or what they doing that I'm not doing. And I just think everybody has their unique, special way of finding mrs or mister but um i think the first thing we all have to look at especially at mean green and i'm gonna say why especially it seems like everybody's just really high performing people yeah it's very few people that come in our doors they'd be like uh i lay on the couch all day i don't go to work i don't go to school i just lay around all day and i don't want to do nothing and i'm just super like everybody's trying to achieve something yeah so it's hard to be lazy at one thing and then be lazy at finding a relationship. Yeah. So if they're high-performing people at work, high-performing people in their workouts, they're going to be high-performing <laughs> in their search. Exactly. And sometimes it's just it's just difficult. With all that being said, Jared, what do you think when it comes to your surroundings, upbringing, and um, who influenced you? Does that have a does that have any attachments to how you perceive what relationship you're looking for at that time? Uh, I definitely think so. So I, I actually had a question, and you asked a question that kind of went into it. So mine, I'm going to answer your question while also flipping that into a question for you. Gotcha. So for me, um, my upbringing was completely different. 
obviously you had two parents in a household you 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 saw how an uh relationship operated yeah how a man should be in a relationship all that good stuff like you kind of made your own decisions but at the end of the day you had that foundation of what right. you knew it should work right. how, how it should work uh for me i grew up with a single mom mm-hmm. that wasn't around so i i never really knew what a functional relationship looked like as far as yeah. husband wife yeah so kind of being out in the world i don't know yeah, I'm just trying stuff. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it looks like for real. Uh, I'm trying stuff. Uh, as I told you guys before, like I took uh, psychology as a minor in college, so I learned a lot about how the brain works. Um, being a religious man, I know biblically how a man's supposed to treat a woman, how he is in the family as far as uh, family roles are concerned, and I just know how to be a good person. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of take that into my relationships. But as far as uh, like what exactly what I'm looking for? Right. I don't know. Right. So um, the reason I said I have a quit the the way I want to phrase this back into a question is for somebody like me. I just kind of explained to you my story. Uh, when it comes to work life balance, I think it'd be really easy for me to get into the dating scene and throw my balance off because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So what right. advice would you give somebody? That was in my Ooh, position as a married man. You want advice from me? Advice. Advice. <laughs> as we go into that question, the reason why I'm bringing this in, because we, we're definitely going to tackle our opinion on work-life balance yep. and is your scale broke and how to date with all of that. But it makes no sense for us to jump into that, Jared, without these foundations because a lot of you are women. Yeah. I want you guys to see the perspective from someone that's been married eight years to someone that's a decade <laughs> Younger than me that's dating. So this is this is not the right way. We just want you to have perspective because you may be saying, golly, when I date a guy, maybe he's Chris-like yeah. and he has the background of seeing that. Or maybe Jared-like. So, again, we're doing this for you guys to get perspective. So to go to your question, right, um, make sure I remember it correctly from a married perspective, from my journey. From a from yeah married man's perspective, giving advice to – Honestly, just younger people in the relationship scene. Not even, not even necessarily just men. Mm-hmm. Like both ways. If, if you don't, you know, you kind of have an idea of what the scene looks like. What would, what advice would you give to somebody trying to step into it? Yeah. So, to me, it's interesting now to see how people meet and how people date. Mm-hmm. Because when I met Tina over what almost thirteen, fourteen, fifteen years ago, that's when social media was kind of picking up. Yeah. Right. It was kind of like, it was right after. F- being on Facebook, you had to be in college, and you had to go through your college email <laughs> to get on Facebook. A lot of you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But now it's so easy to kind of date people and not give them your cell phone, but kind of give them your social media uh, handle so you can communicate that way because you don't know if they crazy, crazy or not. So you kind of give them just a social media handle. So I think now outside looking in, if I was in the single man's shoe and giving women advice, People are definitely going to wear their makeup up front. Yeah. You're definitely going to see if they like you. Typically, if they don't like you, they show you exactly who they are. Yeah. But when they like you, you want to give your best impression. Like the girl going to sleep without the, the – what's the bag thing on the thing? The bonnet. Yeah, you ain't going to sleep with no bonnet. You you here, but when you get married, it's bonnet every night. You, don't, you know, it's, it changes – and it's not that you're right or wrong. It's just you you like a person so much, you want to give them the best perspective of you because yeah. you're Colton. You want to gain their attention. You want you want 
all all what they can potentially give you at that moment. So I think outside looking in, just know that you're going to get people's best. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you should be, to me, when I dated Tina, I can't say y'all, I love the fact that Tina, every time I picked her up from the airport, she had her hair down. I love the fact that every single time we went out, she was – I can tell she bought that outfit prior to coming into town. I, I love the fact that she thought everything through when she did move to Houston where she was going to stay, where our journey was going to, you know, more so be around each other because yeah. of the location she chose. So I dig that, but I knew that that wasn't going to always <laughs> be that way. I got you. You know, it, it, it went from, ooh, that route going this way, I can stop by the gym and then experience the rest of the day with him versus now, hey, Chris, we're going to move to the birds because, <laughs> you know. So those things take place. But I think when when you do date, I think, number one, just know people do wear makeup, and that doesn't make them a bad person. Yeah. It's your job to ask the right question. But don't be too weird. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to just be real. Yeah. If you ask me, if Tina would ask me on the very first time we went out, like, hey, what's your five-year plan? Are you dating me to marry me? I'm going to be like, whoa. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. There's time on those questions. Yeah, <laughs> like, hold on. Like, d don't ask me how much money I got on the first day. Yeah. Like, enjoy this meal at Chili's, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so, I think, again, dating is a cool time outside looking in because you get to – figure it out you get to ask the right questions you get to respond accordingly but at the same time I know it's tough because I was able to find my rib in my late 20s early 30s but someone that's in their early 50s I can see the challenges mentally yeah like dang like I've shot my shot a lot of times and people took my heart for granted and I still haven't found that person. So it's, it is definitely sympathy there. But just understand, man, marriage doesn't make it easier. Yeah. If you don't ask the questions prior to marriage, it's going to be revealed yeah. once you become married. And, um, yeah, I'm going to stop right there. I like that. I like that. I, just because personally I do think it's so important. I love how you said you're real, right? Somebody that's, like, adding to you, yeah. adding to your strength, adding to your stability. Uh, like, for – for me kind of looking in the dating scene like i think that's one of the most important pieces yeah like whenever you you are asking them questions like r really i do believe it's that's very important not not to like you said I don't, I don't care how much you make yeah right now is do you add to what i'm doing 100 percent. so i think that's kind of the 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 big dating thing that i seen a lot of people make mistakes with as well just somebody that's not adding to you yeah and i think in the in the gym scene especially like we talked about this i forgot what podcast it was but we talked about somebody loving to work out and then dating somebody and mm -hmm. they fall off yeah right like i think being able to find people that keep you on your path and add and not yeah. necessarily knock your scale off like they, they help you balance your scale as opposed to knocking it off I think that's important to yeah. find, especially yeah. as you're dating. A hundred percent. Because at the end of the day, for me, can't say y'all, but for <laughs> me, it's energy. Yeah. Like, you only have so much. So, for me, if I'm talking to four chicks, man, that's draining. Yeah. Like, I got to remember four four birthdays a year. I got to remember to buy four different Christmas <laughs> presents. I got to figure out who's going to come to the house for Thanksgiving. It's like, I'm, I'm joking when I say this, but it, with every joke, there's a form of truth. But... I think that when you talk energy, you only have so much that you can pour out. Yeah. And for more, for, for me specifically, when I got to a point where I could not pour out 
in the Dayton scene and grow the way I wanted to in my career, it became very difficult. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, well, shoot, I'm just going to focus on my career. And it's funny how, for me, through my faith, it's funny how God's like, oh, you're ready. <laughs> because I think if I'd have kept going a certain route and just who cares about my career, I'm just going to talk to as many women as I can until I can't go no more. I don't think I would have the opportunity I have today. Yeah. But when I was just like, oh, it's more to life, it seemed like, oh, now you want to come. Quick. You know, Tina said we were blessed with twins right when we opened the <laughs> gym. It's like life doesn't happen always as planned or when you want it to happen. But I think what Jared said was so crucial for me and Tina. Tina's pretty, whatever, right? Like, it is what it is. But the thing that caught my attention was her productivity to build me. Yeah. She made, I said that in the last podcast, mm-hmm. she made me better. She made me and Green better. And that's what caught my eye. But if she was just like, hey, I got the, I got a dope bag. Here's my high heels. What restaurant are we going to? And that's all I saw. I, we, I, I ain't going to say the rest of it. Yeah. But just, mm-mm. Nah, I get it. That wouldn't have been for me. Nah, I get that completely. That wouldn't have been for me. And it don't knock on that. It's just. There's <laughs> <laughs> no knock on that. And I'm I'm hesitating and laughing because I don't want to offend anybody that I've ever dated. Yeah. And uh, if you are listening, <laughs> for where I want it to be and where I want to go, there's a certain type of woman that has to be there. Right? Yeah. We talked about this uh, not being insecure in the position that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like, there are factors that had to be done. Absolutely. And I think um, – Past experiences, it just yeah. I'm gonna go next. Go. What you got? I, I mean, I like that, <laughs> and I I love the hesitation, but at the same time, like you you're a realist, I'm a realist. I think there's somebody out there for everybody, mm-hmm. and I believe. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I do want to say on this podcast is just be true to you, like whoever that is, be true to you. Um, I think especially on the dating scene, man, I've just seen people that are so quick to to change up to try to appease somebody mm-hmm. else but man you leave yourself miserable yeah like, just just be true to you so like if you are a person that loves purses and and high heel red bottom shoes and the most expensive lip like that's cool be true to you yeah. somebody absolutely somebody is gonna absolutely. love that but like absolutely. i guess my thing is don't be defeated if you do meet somebody like myself that's not into that right like that's not that's not that's not my thing. I'm not the kind of person that's about to just yeah. blow money on all of that stuff and be happy in life. That's yeah. just not that's not what I like. Yeah. But I know there are guys out there that will. Absolutely. I mean, you, you so. think of people that, I guess they call them trophy wives. Yeah. Like, some people want to be trophy wives. Um, some I, people want trophy wives. I, I don't <laughs> want a trophy wife. Yeah. I want a pretty wife. Yeah. But you're talking to a guy that's pretty cheap. Like, you, you, <laughs> you've heard that numerous amount of times on this show. <laughs> pretty cheap. You know, like, I, I, I will spend money, but, like, Spending money is not what I always want to do, and but it's sometimes like I have homeboys that love doing that. Yeah. You know, I got a a homeboy that uh, played pro ball, and um, that's what he liked doing. He liked going to different countries, and which I I would love to travel. But he liked to spoil his wife with a lot of different materialistic items, and poor Tina, she's just not gonna get those items. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe Tina know who she got yeah. in the package that she she opened. And I think that's the importance of dating. 
um, the way that I spin, she knew that. Mm-hmm. And um, the way that I dress, she knew that. The career that I have, she knew that. But the only reason why she knew that, Jerry, is because she, she invested time mm-hmm. to figure me out, but she also asked the right questions. And I think with the right timing, you know, yeah. um, I think that's a great way to do it. Ooh, this one. Got to get out of right? I feel like I'm sweating. <laughs> it's because you're trying to make sure you say the right things. You know what? Going forward, I don't care. I'm, I'm saying what I want to say. We go. Deal? Deal. Deal. I'm cool with that. All right. I'm saying it, y'all. <laughs> so, all right. Next question. I want somebody to come, or majority. Yeah. This one's for my ladies. All right. Um, I have three sisters. I have a lot of aunts. I have a niece. Um, I train a lot of women i've been able to train a lot of women so i get to hear the heart mm-hmm. sometimes and asking a guy what what do you think women want when they date initially like first day initially up off top like Man. i see jared i think his hair looks amazing look at those fabletic shorts <laughs> He has those thighs out. It is this season. I'm trying to be funny. But if you were to we're, – we're playing around. Yeah. I'm not saying you, you, you're you doing it tomorrow. Yeah. All right? You got that, sis? <laughs> um, I'm saying that if if you were to meet somebody, what is the initial thought you think they think? A, a woman. Mm-hmm. Man, can I – just I, anyway. I'm, I'm, being, so, I'm being real, real going forward, just FYI. So I'll be – I feel like different age groups think different things. So I think That's true. a woman at my age, um, damn, man, I, I don't know. so many different dudes out there. Y'all see, I'm, I'm confused. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But if, if I had to initially say something, I think they're looking for, and I, I it's only because I hear this so much, I think they're mm-hmm. looking for somebody that's driven. Mm-hmm. They're looking for somebody that uh, is confident. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think they're looking for somebody that is giving them some kind of positive energy. Mm. So if if I had to put like the the three main things down, that's what I would say. Like, I no, like that. I mean, nothing about a physical attraction, all of that stuff, because I do believe there's somebody for everybody. Hell, and some people aren't even looking for the most confident of dudes. Uh, but I do strongly believe they're looking for somebody that is going somewhere that's ambitious. At at my age, at 23, you probably don't care. At 22, you probably don't care. But like 25, 26, 27 up, like you, you don't mm. want somebody that's just sitting on the couch that you got to take care of. So I do believe or they're looking for somebody ambitious and somebody that is given some kind of smile, pick me up. You're not, yeah, you're not walking around looking for somebody not happy. That's that's interesting. And the reason why I say this because, ladies, do y'all agree? I would love to see that. Come on, I'll, I'll be coming with y'all. So let me see. And the reason why I ask that is because. I want to be really raw with what I'm about to say. Ooh. Everything he just said, guys, is kind of the opposite. Or at least Chris, right? Like, we like, oh, she fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, when when we hanging out, oh, yeah. I have Netflix. Like, it's, it's, it's two different scenarios. So, like, the reason why I'm, at, I'm saying that because I love my ladies. Yeah. And I want you to understand that it doesn't make Chris a bad man or Jared a bad man if those are our initial thoughts. That's the beauty of dating. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of having standards. That's the beauty of verbally communicating the way that you really feel. Because 
Tina was able to do that. Yeah. You know, it was some things that I might have tried to push the envelope on. She wasn't having it. <laughs> having it. She wasn't having. And it gave me perspective, like, oh, and it caught my attention. Yeah. And then I, I just don't want women to think that it has to be the perfect mindset where they both think, oh, we both are ambitious. Check mark. Oh, we both like flying kites on Saturdays. Check mark. Like, it's okay to be different, yeah. but just know majority. Can't say majority, man. If you're dating a guy like Chris, he's probably thinking, ooh, she fine. <laughs> ooh, when we hanging out? I have Netflix. That's just being real. But it doesn't make me a bad guy because, as you can see, it's not the end result. Result. I struggle on that word. Results. There you go. End result. It's just more so. It's a natural gut, though. Yeah. Because, again, I wasn't. I'm, I've never met a woman said, mm, I'm looking to marry somebody today. Ooh, there she go. Hey, what's your name? What's your number? Like, we don't walk around like that. Yeah. And I think that's the sometimes the the aggravating thing because a lot of women do. And I think especially the more mature you are in age, the more you feel like your clock is ticking. Yeah. Now, let me, let me ask you this because I do like how you, you know, that's your initial thought, right? Where does the – the hmm, the aha, the where, where does that moment come in as far as when you I'm, – I'm, I'm going back to you and Tina here. Because obviously, I, you know, the initial thought is you're pretty. Let's hang out. Mm-hmm. I have Netflix. I do. We can, we can repeat that. So where does that kind of go on the back burner and you, you gain more interest? Like, let, let, let's talk a little bit more. I think when you – for me, when I, when I saw a woman – when I saw a woman that wasn't dictated based upon what I wanted, it was based upon what she felt needed to be done. Like Tina, I could have said, man, I I love basketball. I love watching the Rockets play. And women can be like, oh, I love the basketball. I, I, oh, I love basketball. I love that, 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 that tall Spud Webb. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Right. right. She really didn't like basketball. For those that don't know Spud Webb, he was 5'7". Yeah. Right? But <laughs> she, the woman can be all in just because she think that you like it so much that she's going to like it. Tina's different. She's like, oh, you like basketball? Oh, well, I like football. <laughs> right? It was her. Yeah. It wasn't the expectation what she thought I wanted her. Right? I, I, one of the most attractive things for me um, with Tina, we went to watch – Marvin Sapp, yeah, Marvin Sapp, a gospel singer mm-hmm. at a baseball game. And after, I thought it was the most beautiful thing still to this day. Um, you know, when you, when you meet someone, whether you're spiritually or not, it's really uncomfortable, yeah. right? Because sometimes you can date someone that's Hindu and, and you're uh, Baptist, whatever. Like, So with Tina and I, we never had really a conversation based upon our spiritual expectation. Um but she knew I was a PK. So when we went to this concert, I, I, I'm actually a worshiper. I love to worship. Mm-hmm. Um, he came on stage and he was doing his thing. And I began to worship and do my, you know, my thing. And then I remember like, what is she doing? I was like, dang, she's probably looking at me. Yeah. And I looked over and she was worshiping. She didn't care about me. At that moment, it was like, no, I'm here to worship. And because of that, that was something that I never saw. And I attracted because... 
deep down inside, even though I wanted to get married at 44, Jared, even though <laughs> I wanted to get married at 44, that was deep in my heart, the thing I wanted. Yeah. I wanted someone that spiritually wanted to grow. I wanted someone, the second thing was that would be a great mother. Long hair, don't care, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But those two components were big for me. So when I saw that in Tina, it made me go, hmm. And then I didn't want to lose. Yeah. So the reality is I'm very competitive. Mm -hmm. I said I was going to be real. I knew I wasn't the only guy in Tina's inbox. Just to be real. Straight up. Tina goes to the store. I'm not the only guy she's going to see. Yeah. So for me, it became a clock like I know she don't want to date for the next 14 years. So I got to make sure that I take care of home because I don't want to lose home. So that hmm became competitive. I can't lose that. And yeah. I think with the combination of her making me better and some other things, I think that's what pushed that hmm to eight years with two boys. I think that's dope, man. Ugh. I think that's dope. Ugh. It's a – man, that's another talk. We're going to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to pivot for you and ask you a question. <laughs> You heard the experiences that I've just mentioned. Mm -hmm. You know yours. We've talked about women, men. Now, how does that work with what we do in a career? How do you actually date? You know? Like, mm -hmm. right now, you work Monday through Saturday mm -hmm. in person. Mm -hmm. Sunday, you're probably still working sometimes from your phone. Yeah. Just right? How do you date? That's the meat of this. How do you actually date? When when do you, when when you get off on during the week? Uh, like nine thirty. Oh, in the in the morning? Huh? huh? Oh, in the evening. <laughs> well, when do you start? Uh, five. Oh wow. Do you sleep? I try. Oh, when do you actually date then? That's what we want to <laughs> really kind of pick up uh, from a single person. How do you date? So I think the, the most important piece, I think, is uh, the the question I rose at the, the front end. Like, for yourself, I really do think you have to know who you are and kind of build that foundation before you start hopping into anything with anybody else. So uh, for, for me personally, uh, before I actually got into dating someone, I wanted to make sure that I had enough time to give to myself. Mm -hmm. if, I don't have to, if I don't have enough time to give to myself, you don't have enough time to give to anybody else. That's tough right there. So I wanted to – Conviction. Yeah, kind of make sure I could do that for me. And just being 100% real, real with you guys, my time for me before I started dating was spent working. Like, I, time. Be, because I love what I do, like that's my time. Hey, signing somebody up brought me more joy than going to buy myself a burger at a burger shack, shack or whatever. Like, That's real. like working for me brought me more peace, brought me more joy than mm. going and doing something I like outside that. of there. How do you think someone that has a job that is not like yours, how do they actually figure out career, them, and dating? Is that even possible? I I hate to get bad perspective just because I haven't I haven't worked a nine to five. I haven't worked a regular okay. job. That's fair. But I mean to me, like I said, I think there's just different different ways to balance your life so for us career like mm -hmm. it, career is just so intertwined with everything that we do in life yeah like li literally everything we're about yeah. to go on a vacation trip we're about to work but it's fun work it is like fun. it's 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 not about 
Like we're not we're not about to go and sit on a computer and be on yeah. conference calls and meetings right. all day. That's not fun to us. Yeah, it's that's not. not fun to us. It's not. But we're about to we're about to do this. We're about to sit on a podcast. Now the ladies and the other couples that are around us, they might right. be like, ooh, yeah. But for, I mean, talking on a podcast. So I think it, it the other way around. Um, I think you kind of ha- you have to have a shut off switch. Yeah. So, I like that. So, I think the even at that time, okay, Shanna, I love you. Shanna's my my wiser. She said, "Don't call her older sister. Call her the wiser sister." It's the wiser, I like um, that. I worked for Shanna. I worked for one of her tax offices, and I didn't know how to do taxes. Still don't know how. <laughs> right? I'm not a numbers guy. I'm still not a numbers guy. But I needed money. Yeah. I needed to fund this project called Mean Green. So when I worked for her, it wasn't fun waking up tax seasons in the winter. Yeah. Why the cold days happen to be the days that Shanna <laughs> had me going to pass flyers out at 5 in the morning, you know? And I didn't enjoy that. I was single. Mm-hmm. So I still figured out how to work a job that I'm Didn't grateful work. for, yeah. but it wasn't the one that I woke up without my alarm clock. Yeah. Still figure out a time to be a trainer because I was training at a global gym at that time mm-hmm. and converting to the ideal of being green. And then I was dating, and then I did need some me time because my me time wasn't the podcast. It wasn't training people. It was more like, how do I get somebody to actually trust me? That was mean green. How do I actually get one person to come out at the yeah. first stage? What I did at that time, I joined clubs. So this might be a thought for somebody. I joined a basketball league. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy basketball. At that time, uh, shout out to my boy D. Crite, my boy LB, my uh, my boy Taco, Carl, everybody that I grew up with that we're real close. I'm still close with. We played once a week, Mondays at seven o'clock. That was enough. It was disconnection from a healthy disconnection, probably from being obsessive with growing Mean Green. Mm-hmm. It was a disconnection from the tax office, yeah. and then it was also a disconnection from being under someone or someone always being under me. It was my time to do what I'm passionate about. So what what do you guys do? Is it what do you love? It might be ministry, it might be um meeting for was it mimosas? That's it right? Mimosas, yeah. Mimosas. It may be going to the movies. It may be painting with a twist. You have all these different things you can potentially do. And it's, that was just an the basketball game's forty minutes. It was just an hour out of a week, but it was enough for me to disconnect. So found that balance between what brings you joy and a smile from what's productive and also from your relationship. So I would encourage that. Find something to join. Cause yeah. I did have fun with the uh, volleyball, by the way. I, I like it. Yeah, that was, that was good. That was, really <laughs> that was really fun. But, no, I think uh, to, to finish off your question as far as how to date, and in, in this mind space, um, I know we said one, find yourself, learn how to date yourself, learn how to make time. Uh, and then the the other thing I think is just knowing, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this, kind of got to know what you have to give and what the other person has to give to you when yeah, it comes to I dating. Like um, schedule wise. Yeah, schedule wise. So, uh, just, just full transparency, the person I'm dating now, like one of the big things that they had a really hard time with was adjusting to dating a trainer, like mm. our trainer schedule. So, yeah, you brought it up. Yeah. It's tough. Wake up at 5, get home at 10. Yeah. 
they're a nurse. They wake up like maybe an hour later, but they get off at two or three. Mm-hmm. So from three to ten, when they work the full day, I'm still gone. Yeah, like that's that was tough. That's tough. It's tough. Like they, they who full day three o'clock. Let's go have dinner somewhere. Like, eh, yeah, can't. Yeah, and um, that's tough. Honestly, honestly, props to her because she's figured it out. Shit, first two, two months and a half, yeah, hard time. But now it's like, you know what? Yeah, I get it. I signed up for this, and she don't even ask no more. Yeah, like she knows she worked. If she get invited somewhere, she know I can't be there. Yeah, but she knows. She also knows where I'm headed. That's like, that she, part. She knows. She knows the direction I'm headed. That so, part. Uh, I definitely appreciate her for that. But yeah, like the we during the week. And, and I tell a lot of people, like my friends, this like Monday through Thursday, just honestly, don't don't ask. Yeah, just text me. Yeah, Friday I've tried to free a little bit of time up. Mm-hmm. Saturday catch me in the evening. Sunday I'm church and then I try to chill. Yeah, no, nothing. So that's kind of the, the schedule that luckily I found somebody that's willing to adapt to. But yeah. if I had somebody that was just constantly giving me a hard time, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. So. I think more. that that's that's what it boils down to. Like I said, find somebody that is willing to give to you, which she was willing to adjust and adapt to my schedule, and that you're willing to do for them. So for me, I used to get home at work, and when I when I was done at ten, and I I still do it, but I'm I'm, I'm more self conscious of it. I get home at ten, like I I would still go home and work, but now I try to make sure I'm extra productive during these midday hours. Yeah. So that when I do get home at ten, if we you know see each other for an hour or two. Like, yeah, I can give that yeah. during the week I like instead that. of just saying Monday through Thursday, hey, I won't even see you. I like that. So I, I've i well had to said. give to her. She's had to give to me, and that's why it's working. Yeah. But if, you know, you you have a schedule or it's hard for if, – if you have a balance and it's hard for somebody to kind of help you with that balance, then I think that yeah. that's I love tough. It. I want to I talk to the men, if that's okay. Yeah. Fellas, <laughs> fellas, <laughs> there is a word he said that's really important is sacrifice. You know, whether you're a corporate or whether you're an entrepreneur, there is a sense of sacrifice that mm-hmm. has to be placed. And it's not just more hours. It's the type of hour. Yeah. Right. So this can be as a father or as a husband. I can have an hour with Tina when I'm on my phone and I'm talking about me and Green and I'm taking a phone call and then I'm checking my email and I'm looking at my notifications on IG and TikTok and everything else. And then the hour is up and I'm like, all right, Tina, got to go. That's, that wasn't an hour. You worked. Yep. Right? So being strategic on the way that you spend an hour can be a lot different versus experiencing an hour. Yeah. It's a difference. Right? So if – we go through that hour again everything i just said if i literally just put my phone up and literally just talk like what you got going on today it can't be well let me tell you about the squat that jason did today no you can't talk about that right then Mm -hmm. talk about her day what was her expectations what did she do for fun where are you at mentally yeah what did the kids do like you talk to her about that um take her out to eat if you can make that hour so impactful, it won't linger for the rest of the week. Yeah. And I think – now, obviously, I'm talking to men, but that can be for women as well. Is Make that hour, if that's the only hour you have that week or the only couple hours you do have, like make it so impactful that it doesn't feel like you're not balanced. 
And I think the more strategic we get in Dayton and doing that, I think it gets easier and I think it gets better that way. So, um, Can I ask you a question to feed off that? Absolutely. And you tell me if I'm wrong or something like um, From that perspective, I like that because as we from, – from my perspective, I'm not married, mm-hmm. but I feel like in order to get there, there are certain things you have to do. Um, how important do you think it is as a man mm-hmm. to – I like this J. Cole song. It's called Pride is the Devil. Right? Absolutely. Pride is the devil. <laughs> I think men are very prideful sometimes, and uh, I think especially in relationships sometimes it's always me, me, me. Like what I'm doing outside this house to provide inside this house, you need to take care of me, 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 me. What mm-hmm. I'm, what all about me. How important do you think it is? Um, and my perspective on what you just said is, I feel like you are fueling your significant other when you give that hour, like when you put that phone down, when you stop worrying about all of that stuff, and you just fuel, you you yeah. pour into them. Because at the end of the day, if they are holding the house down, they need fuel to do that. Absolutely. So I feel like, per, I personally think that that is a way of fueling them to fuel you like yeah. if, you, if you're they're holding the household down like that you have to feel them to hold that household down uh I like that what do you, do you what do you think about that it's a lot it's, it's very it's a lot that can unfold the the way i'm going to answer it nasm right it's mm-hmm. it's a very popular well-known recognition for certification in, in the fitness industry mm-hmm. um when you said that, I thought of that because I'm, I'm a very confident trainer. I believe I'm really good at what I do. Yeah. But I failed that test three times. I failed that test three times. I didn't know that, Chris. I failed that test <laughs> three times, right? And the time that I finally did pass it, I didn't think I passed it. <laughs> right? I don't know. I'm just not a test taker. And um, I don't know. I, I didn't do well. But because of that, I am who I am now. Yeah. Maybe I will be doing as well as I am in fitness after passing it the first time, but maybe not. Same Very thing true. that happened with me in Dayton, in marriage specifically. I failed at that a lot. And I think it's really important. You, you're, We talked about this in earlier podcasts, being around people that inspire you the right way. Mm-hmm. I have uh, one of my closest friends I've been knowing since I was six. His name is Steven, but we call him Taco. I hope he sees this. Um, he was one of the people when I was dating teen. I think it might have been marriage, year one in our marriage, maybe two. And it's such an adjustment when you get married. Like, you can date and y'all can be staying together. But when you get married, it's just it's different. And I never stayed with a woman, ever. Yeah. So when me and Tina uh, moved in, that was the first woman I've ever lived with. It was such a huge adjustment for the both of us. And I remember complaining to him about this and about that, and she complaining about um, my schedule. Yeah. And I'm being very transparent. And Tina, comment down below. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tina met me as the man that trained all day, every day. That She knew who Mean Green was. Like, she was all in. She inspired. She was, mm. yeah. And then we got married. Like, we got in a bad argument because she was like, well, you get home late. What the hell? <laughs> You, you, hold on, we've been dating two, three, four years, yeah. and now year one or two in our marriage, you want me to all of a sudden get home at 3 o'clock. And it was an adjustment, yeah. right? And I hit Taco up and told him, and I'm thinking he about to be like, yeah, bro, she she tripping. She can't change once you get married. How's she going to do you like that? 
He said the realest thing to me, bro. He said, Chris, how many times, where did she work? I was like, um, I think I named the company, but I wasn't confident. Yeah. What does she do every day? What does her job look like? It's like, I don't know. She's an engineer. <laughs> yeah. Right? She does engineer things. She's an Excel sheet. Yeah. And then she was like, well, I'm going to ask her what you do and ask her your schedule and see what you do on a daily basis. When's your next event? And how's that going to get done? Is she going to be there? How many events you attended at her job? And shut me up. Yeah. He said this. She's more invested in your career than you than you are even thinking about her career. She doesn't she doesn't expect you to fuel her for her career. She loves you so much. She's so invested to fuel you for your career. And all she's asking is for some time. Yeah. And you can't provide it. And it was such a gut check. I was like, dang, you're right. Now my hours didn't change, but I communicated that. Yeah. I was Tina, I know you see the vision and you're so fueled in me becoming this for us yeah and because i told her that it was like oh thank you so it wasn't the hour that needed to be created hey. it was more the communication so i think for us specifically again it's no right or wrong yeah but for us i think tina just wanted me to communicate that with her like yeah you stayed up to get the beast mode games done yeah you had to pick the kids up and do this yeah you did this yeah you did this so my hours didn't change it was just more communicating you were there. That's real. And um, I think that really helped us because she did change her, her answer. That was, a, that was a hell of a good check. Yeah, Taco, <laughs> man. Taco, I, I thought he was going to have my back, bro. I, I he, thought did, he, he did have your back. He did have my back. He did. He was a friend. Yeah. Because sometimes people give you what you want because what you give them. I don't give him anything. Yeah. So it was, it was nothing for him to earn. Yeah. He loved me enough to say, hey, bro, like you out of line. And uh, I love you for that, bro. So um, I think it's really important to have people around you that will tell you the color's blue if the color's blue. I think they really should. We say pride is the devil. <laughs> pride is the devil, man. It's, that's that's kind of what it is. I actually just heard a podcast about, and I only listened to the first little part of it, but it was like men dating versus women dating and what they're looking for. So a lady was on there talking about, I forgot exactly what she said, but the guy rebuttaled saying that when men date, we don't date women looking for stature and career and career goals and mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. We don't we don't date based on economic levels. Women do because mm. they want to date up. You don't see a lot of women date down. They want to mm. date up. And as men, we're caretakers, right? We, we, we date. We're not looking for somebody that can take care of us. We're looking for somebody that adds to us, our yeah. rib, that we can take care of, that we see – will add to what we're trying to do so i think that just kind of plays into it so i think a lot of men have a hard time like catering to a woman catering to a woman's career but women like naturally naturally that's kind of what you want to do so i think that's like i think that's really hard to do so bravo and props to you for even recognizing that it was a problem or getting told that it was a problem uh but yeah I, it's cool to see it after it's done to be real. But it, when you're in the middle of the storm, it's hard. Yeah. Because I can tell you Taco told me that, but I didn't hang up the phone and call Tina. Guess who I was pissed off at? Who? Taco. <laughs> I'm your boy. Like, I've been oh, there yeah. for you. Why would you tell me that? Yeah. It took me – I don't even remember the exact time, but it wasn't like, okay, let me hang up and call Tina. Tina, guess what? I want – no, it took probably maybe a couple weeks. And I think with relationships especially – we look at it like it should. everything should be the popcorn, but, man, relationships sometimes take a process, yeah. right? Like you hear something, how to get better. Think about it. 
going back to grade school, right? Have you ever asked someone to be your girlfriend? Yeah. Did you think that thought and then ask them, or did you think about it for days or weeks or months to finally write that note? Yes or no? You thought about <laughs> it for a while. But when you're in the middle of a relationship, I'm a fast talker. When I get to talking, I process really fast. Yeah. But guess who's different from me? Tina. Yeah. She hears it. She has to process it. Mm-hmm. And then the next 48 hours, she'll give you a response. But I want it right then and there. And that's not how it goes in life, like mm-hmm. especially in relationship. Like you're – you're probably it's a great chance you're gonna marry somebody that's different from you. Uh, absolutely. Right. Absolutely so strict. yeah, it's it's really difficult to expect that. So I think um, for me, when I heard that from Taco, it took me a couple weeks, mm-hmm. and then I finally like built up enough courage to say, you know what, going back to your pride, I'm wrong. Yeah. And I think for Tina, I think the thing that Tina respects out of me is that I make mistakes, but I'm quick to tell her. That I don't know what I'm doing mm-hmm. or I messed up, you know. Um, very personal. I told, I actually spoke at my church once and this came out the blue, so I really believed it was from God. Where are we at on time? I really believe this was from God. I was talking about, I don't remember a subject title. I think I was talking about generation curses. Okay. I didn't know of this until it had to be from God. Dude. <laughs> I didn't know this, but it hit me on stage. I said the church, I was talking about generation curse, and I said, I want to be the first green, green man that never had a divorce. And like, that's a personal goal. And I got home, I got in the car, or I got in the car, excuse me, not home, I got in the car, and we and Tina was talking about that. I was like, dang, I guess that is true. Yeah. And I mean, that's a fight, right? Like, if you really think about it. So when you talk marriage and dating, a lot of us, we don't have the experience of having a marriage prior to marriage. Now, some of us, unfortunately, went through a marriage, got divorced, and when you get to your next relationship, it's kind of like I know what I'm getting into, I know what I'm signing up for, and I know what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot of us that have not been married before, and you're going into a marriage. So it's like raising a kid for the first time. You never had a kid before. It's your first time being a mom or first time being a dad. It's going to be some bumps. It's going to be some tough turns, man. But at the end of the day, there's a bad formula. Pride is part of it. Yeah. And I think as long as my dad says pride is expensive, as long as you want to hold on to your bride, man, pride, it, there, there can be some things that you miss out on. So um, when we talk work, life balance, and dating, Man, there's going to be some sacrifice. Absolutely. Has to be. Has to it be has some to sacrifice. Be. And I'm curious for those that are open to what me and Tina has learned or what we're learning. Mm-hmm. There are different seasons in sacrifice. There's moments when we were creating and what we're at now, there were moments where she sacrificed her time, mm-hmm. her career, her passion for us to get to where we're at now and where we're going. Mm-hmm. But there are some seasons now where I'm sacrificing training and being at the gym or leading boot camps or doing personal training to build Tina up. Mm -hmm. And I think as we continue to mature in life, knowing that there's different seasons of sacrifice. And as long as we're able to do that, I can see Tina and I being strong for the long run. And I can see a lot of things 
that can go wrong if we don't sacrifice. Can you imagine me still training or 14 hours a day? We wouldn't be together. Mm-mm. There's no way. <laughs> I don't care how much Tina loved me. Like it, at some point, at some point, it cannot be 90% work and 10% life. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like if she, if she truly. If she truly want us to grow in a healthy manner for us to be good role models for our boys, I have to sacrifice. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, man, I'm very appreciative of that. So looking back out of arguments and things that we may have gotten into, it's funny. I don't remember them. <laughs> but I do remember the sacrifices. Yeah. I remember the sacrifices Tina has taken and probably will take. I remember the times that I have, like all those little fights, like they come and go. Mm-hmm. So um, as you're choosing your work-life balance, um, I think the biggest thing is knowing that, man, there are going to be seasons yeah. of sacrifice. I say the other thing uh, with sacrifice, because you have to make them. I think sometimes it's good to have your tacos. Oh, talk about those with the green sauce. That is not what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm oh. talking about your friend taco. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm hungry, y'all. Let's talk about some tacos. <laughs> I was like, green sauce? Yeah, taco. What up, taco? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's good to have them in your corner. But also be weary for every, for every taco you have, you're going to have two to three people that aren't on that same wavelength. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, I think in relationships, it's good to have a, a private relationship, private life when it comes to that kind of stuff. Because I do think that when you are, sacrificing sometimes your closest people heck even even mm. people in your family mm. will try to tell you you're, you're doing too much that person's not doing enough for you to be able to do that like you have that them bad chirps in your ear that really make it hard <laughs> for you in a relationship so <laughs> what what is this about what, what? <laughs> man I don't want to dive into that. <laughs> Just to be real, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to dive into that. Y'all see, I'm doing that rock. I, only thing I will say about that is I agree with you 100. Um, your relationship is your relationship, yeah. and it's hard. Like there are relationships I have with my family where we don't see eye to eye, and I try to be as private as I can about it because they're my family. I'm gonna forgive them. Yeah. But the people that I allow to understand what's going on because I'm their friend, they don't forgive the way that you would forgive your own. No. Right? So same thing in marriage and relationships. Like, you, you love that person, you really care about them. Like, man, try to keep y'all stuff between y'all because, yeah, you know, yeah. That's where I'm going to leave it. Yeah. I heard that. Uh, I'm going to call Eric out. <laughs> oh, snap. E.D. What up, oh, girl? Mama E. She, started, she said she uh, had to stop giving advice because – she learned that real quick. Mm. Like she don't talk to people about it just because, and, and we're we're all human. Yeah. So everybody does it. You you get into an argument. Me and Chris are together right now. We cuss each other out, but then we riding the, riding in the car to go get some lunch in four hours. Yeah. But between that four hours, you called your friend. You, you know, you, he said X Y Z. He said X Y Z. Now this is sitting on their heart. They gave you this advice. You shouldn't do. You shouldn't take. Yeah. And then you. You're not mad at them no more. Y'all go eat lunch, but now your friend still has that on there. Absolutely. 
So that that affects things. And now when you talk to them and get that advice, they have nothing but bad stuff to say about them. Where yeah, absolutely. Now they don't have any. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't got no opinion on that. Yeah. You're going to do what you want to do anyway. Yeah. So just be weary on that, especially as you're getting into that, yeah. the dating scene. Like fa- family can knock your relationship balance off based on how you, you, know, you went about it. Friends can knock your relationship balance off. Yeah, like, man. And you know what? It's really natural to call the person that's going to give you the feedback you want. I think, yeah. I think that's what I love about my guy Taco so much is because I called him because I thought he was going to give me a certain reaction. Yeah. He just loved me enough to tell me the truth. Yeah. Um, but, like, if I want some shoes, I call Taco because he loves he, – he, what do they call shoe people? Uh, Shoesy. Uh, sneakerhead. Sneakerhead. Yeah. So if I want to go buy – not that I have any because <laughs> I want some. Key, holler at me. Uh, <laughs> I want some Yeezys, right? If I go say, hey, Taco, I found some Yeezys for three fifty, he gonna be, oh, you got a bomb because they're the most comfortable shoe. Yeah. But then if I call Jerry, I'm like, hey, Jerry, I found some Yeezys for three fifty, he gonna be like, boy, what? Are you, doing? <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? But we call t- typically who we want to call. Yeah. Um, if you do seek, if you do want feedback, um, again, I'm going into my faith. It says seek wise counsel, mm-hmm. not your friend, not mama, not the person next to you. It said seek. Wise cancel. So if I'm going to go talk to someone about Tina and I, I'd rather talk to someone that's been married for 30, 40, 50 years. Not against anybody else's relationship, but they probably experienced what I'm experiencing, and they're still going, yeah. right? And if I want to talk to someone about recovery from a, a knee injury, guess who I'm talking to? <laughs> someone that's been through it. Do I want to go talk to someone that has never even experienced or studied it? Not at all, but when we do – relationship rehearsal because somebody hurts your feelings you go to the person you know you typically talk to and somebody that you typically may talk to may have not had the experience that you need at that moment yeah. so whoa that was deep whoa because i got to try you got huh you didn't even say a word. I know. He did a Chris I, Green. I, I, he did a Chris I, Green. He's like, I'm about to drink so hot. <laughs> no, because it's seek, seeking wise counsel. Just playing off that, like, business. I'll just be honest. Look, we're being blunt. We're being transparent. You Obviously, you're my mentor. So, like, I've I've heard that in my, my own, behind my head, in my own support system. Mm-hmm. You listen to us, Chris. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> like, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> so for me, like that's why I said it just just be grounded in who you are and and where you're going, what you're trying to do, your own self identity, because like like I'm just using that as an example. Like, yeah, even in, in you know, in my own support system, like, oh you listen to his Chris. Yes, I listen to his Chris. That's tough. Yes, I'm gonna take his opinion. Yes, I'm still gonna listen to yours. But yes, I'm gonna put some I'm gonna put a lot of weight in yours. You've done it, you've been there, you're doing you've done Doing and done what I'm where I'm trying like yeah. where I'm trying to go been yeah. where I'm trying to go yeah. yes I'm gonna listen to yeah you. so I think uh, I, I take that as you're trying to support other people too like yeah. absolutely so and I think it's important that we say this and then we'll finish up with one last question just because somebody's reaction or opinion doesn't fit what you're doing now mm-hmm. doesn't mean they don't love you oh, right. Yeah. So Jared and I are not telling you just because somebody in your relationship is not fueling you a certain way or their opinion doesn't fuel you a certain way. I'm not saying cut them off. It's just a certain conversation. If I want to go buy $50 million worth of property, it's nothing against, I'm use you, it's nothing against Jared, but he hasn't bought 50, have you? No. Okay, just making sure. He hasn't bought $50 million worth of property. So it doesn't, 
detour our relationship. It's just I want to make sure if I'm going to make that type of investment that I want to make sure I take as few losses as possible. So I want to make sure that I can get wise counsel. Um, and Shanna and I, everybody know we're super close. Mm-hmm. Shanna was not big on me opening the very first gym. You told me that, yeah. yeah she's just like, why? The overhead's going to be different. It's going to cause a l- more stress. Um, you're doing something that you've never done before. like, But it wasn't her vision mm-hmm. in all respect. She didn't see what I saw. When I bought the when I got the building, she was like, This building? It was like, no, like <laughs> this but it, it wasn't what she dreamed about. It wasn't what she had the vision about. Yeah. And I think in relationships, that's what we have to remember, mm-hmm. right? The relationship that I desire out of Tina may not be the relationship that my dad desired for me to have. Nope. Right? That might not be the relationship that that Jason desire for his friend Chris to have. But That's Jason true. ain't doing the pillow talk that I'm doing as well as my dad, and they yeah. bet not be. <laughs> that gets weird. <laughs> Being funny. But um, I think that's where you got to really seek not only wise, but sometimes neutral. Neutral. So I really like that. Um, you know, I think the, the biggest thing for me when we talk about choosing the relationships and trying to distinguish percentages on effort where you put this and that i hope y'all understand that we don't have the answers Mm -mm. we're just using this platform to open up to potentially give you perspective for you to make the better decision um the last question i want to ask you jay and then we'll close up what do you think i want to word this the right way what do you think from relationships that don't go the right way for you? What do you do next? And the reason why I ask that is because there are so many guys and ladies that we know, even personally, that the relationship didn't go the, the way that they may have wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. What's the next step then? You know, because I, I mentioned this before when it bothers me to see a woman work her butt off or a guy. And they get where they want, and then they start dating, and then they just fall off the horse again because of that. What do you think if it – because, again, to be married to the right person, I like the way that my counselor said it when Tina and I was getting um, married. He said, finding your wife is a mm-hmm. – think of the amount of women that you came across. You've seen potentially hundreds and thousands of women – and you're trying to choose not I didn't say be with. I said seen like you were in elementary, in middle school, in college, like you walk to the mall, you've seen so many different women, but here's this one that's gonna be the one and the perfect fit for you. So it's a miracle actually to find. But so throughout that miracle, think of the amount of dates you go on that don't work out. Mm-hmm. So for you to find your miracle, if it didn't work out, that means it wasn't your miracle. Yeah. That's what basically was saying. If I dated in twenty seventeen and it didn't work out, what that wasn't the miracle. Yeah. Keep searching for the miracle. So what happens when they're not the miracle? What do um, you do? If there is even an answer. I think there is. And I think it, it t- all ties back into everything we talked about. You talked about uh, your kids growing up and struggling, right? We talked about that last week. Um, I think it's needed. Like, you're not your best you. You're not your best, you know, I, I call it uh, battle-tested. You're not battle tested. You're mm-hmm. not. You're not 
if you don't have any of that experience from dating, yeah. how are you going to be your best whenever it's, whenever you do meet that miracle, whenever mm. that miracle does walk into your mm. life? So for me, I think people, I don't people have a really hard time accepting I'm not going to call it defeat, but failure. I like right? that. It was a fail, it was a failed relationship. And that's perfectly fine, but you didn't lose. Right? Absolutely. You 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 sh- as long as you learn from it, you don't you you gain from it. So, uh I love my mom to death and I love that she instilled this in me. Anything that I ever do is I always look at myself. So my mom was always the, oh, everybody in class, I, me, if I came home, everybody in class was throwing straws. Why did you throw a straw? Right. Oh, because everybody was, I don't care about what everybody did. Why did, Why did you, you do it? throw a straw? So that's kind of the way that I was I was raised. Like, that's that's always my mindset now. Yeah. So in relationships, other person could have done me horribly. Yeah. But what could I have done differently? I like that. And anytime, obviously, I've been in failed relationships, I always look back at it. Like, yeah, they, they did X, Y, Z. Cool. Yeah. I'm not a victim, though. Yeah. What did, what could I have done differently? How could I have made that relationship work? And yeah. I try to use that and carry it to my next relationship. Yeah. So I say all of that to say build yourself. Build yourself. That's what I it like boils that. down to. So obviously you're going to hit them failed relationships. One, don't see don't see it as a, like a loss. Like, use it. If you can use it. Yeah, man, you gonna make it that much better for your next relationship. Absolutely, and even if that one fails, use it. I I strongly believe God puts everybody in your life for yeah. a reason. Yeah. So, if they were in your life, they were in there for a reason. Yeah. Whether that was pain, trauma. Yeah. I feel like God put them in. He 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 was testing you. Yeah. Right. He they they were in your life for a reason. But you didn't lose. Absolutely. You're still here. Absolutely. And there's there's a reason for it. So that's Absolutely. that's what I would say. Build yourself up. Absolutely. You use that last relationship. If you just got out of a relationship, use it. If you were Yeah. I love that's it. That's what it was. I love it. I love it. I love it. A hundred percent. Hopefully they don't get mad at me using their names because I try not to use names mm-hmm. on the show. <laughs> but my brother Milton, yeah. Liz. If you met Milton and Liz, they are two peas <laughs> in a freaking pot. When you talk about happy and joyful and just a, just like can't get enough of each other. Mm-hmm. I think of Melton and Liz. Like their marriage is unfreaking believable to me outside looking in. Yeah. Right. Um, but they both had prior marriages and um I just cannot imagine Melton without Liz or vice versa. But mm-hmm. if they would quit on themselves moving forward they would have never found their miracle. And that doesn't mean the prior relationship was a waste because Speaking from Melton, I mean, um, even his ex-wife, like, I'm still cool with her. Yeah. Great, unbelievable person. But, man, that miracle they had together named Asia, oh, man, like, that is my baby girl. So, um, from dating from your high school sweetheart, high school sweetheart to dating and be, getting out of a divorce mm-hmm. is not the end. Um, I'll leave you with this on this podcast, and then, Jerry, you wrap it up with anything you have. Um Pick three to five core values and don't change them. You know, my core values, just freestyling for you guys, was my faith, freedom, abundance, those three for sure, and then family and grace. 
like forgiving people. Those five things are like core values dating that I was not going to compromise, period. If somebody told me, if I was dating Tina, even if she didn't believe in my faith, I could be more open-minded to it as long as she didn't tell me I couldn't be in my faith, right? That's a, That would have been a deal breaker. Yeah. If Tina would have told me, um, hey, if Tina made me feel like I didn't have freedom, remember, that's why I started Mean Green. It wasn't for money. Mm-hmm. It's because I wanted freedom. If she wanted to change that, it, deal breaker. Um, family. If she was like, oh, you cannot be around your family. I do not like them greens. Yeah. Deal breaker. So, again, have some core values. And I think when you do that, it teaches you how to date, if we tie this in to what I see is. Yeah. You got anything? I love that. Um, I was actually going to say that. Be true to yourself and find your core values. I think that's very important. Uh, the second thing, I we get we have a lot of strong-minded women in this gym, and I absolutely I love my ladies. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, I wouldn't change that at all. The only thing I would say in dating, I think that is very important. I I strongly believe this is a man's thing. I think men need to show a willingness to sacrifice for a lady. Like I really think that's important yeah. from from a dating perspective. Um, that's real. Just. That's real. W- willingness. Willingness to change. That's Willing, real. Not, not necessarily change, but adapt. Because you're going to have to adapt. Everybody has to adapt to relationships. Um, that's real. But, yeah, I, that's that's kind of to my guys a little bit. Like You kind of drop the pride, man. When it comes to dating, drop the pride. Uh, pride is the you devil. Know? You ain't got to be vulnerable. Hold on me. Drop the pride. Yeah. Is there? <laughs> it's, it's interesting, man. I've dealt with it. You know, um. The crazy thing about dating, it didn't start at 30 for me, right? Dated starting, I think I started wanting to date girls in middle school, Yeah. right? Like, in middle school, you got to think about this. There's a perspective that what, God, lady, (laughs) let's do this in three minutes. There's a dating perspective for little girls in middle school and little boys, right? Little girls probably like, oh, I want to marry him. <laughs> and the little boy is like, oh, I just want to be cool and have a girlfriend. That's a cheerleader while I play sports. Yeah. And then in high school, the girl's probably like, oh, I think I want to get married. Just, and then the little boy is like, oh, I think I want to get my first kiss. Yeah. And, like, it seems like. They might the, want their first kiss, too. Ain't gonna right, 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 right. <laughs> it seems like the guy Sometimes it's going to be the butterfly initially when they're dating. Mm-hmm. And when I mean the butterfly, it may not be as concrete of, is this the one? Mm-hmm. From what I've realized in my life, women don't really date as a butterfly initially. They're like, can he be? Yeah. And guys, we date sometimes and not even think, can she be? Mm-mm. So that's my two cents for women yeah. and men. When you're dating, just know. Just is nothing bad or wrong from that guy. It's just sometimes how we're built. Yeah. And I think the women that do have a very healthy relationship, they've probably seen that early on. Yeah. What I will say, women, you have a special power in you to make men want to change. <laughs> right? It's not for, It's not your job to change them. 
it's not your job to force them to change, but it's something in you. If he's the one, he will make those sacrifices. Mm-hmm. But the key term was if he's, if he's yeah. that one. I know we get caught into height, and <laughs> and I know we get caught into what they do. Yeah. I know we get caught into all these things that are great, but and I'm not limiting people's expectation. But, man, sometimes people don't have it then and they're growing into it. The thing that I have now is not what I had when I met Tina. Mm-hmm. But what if she'd have been like, Chris don't have this and he don't have that and he don't have that. And then you look up 12 years from now, I do have that now plus more. Yeah. Same thing for dating a woman. Um, I mean, we can go back and forth on, on this one. And it's just one of those things that I'm hoping, Jared, that we were able to be vulnerable slash authentic yeah. slash – bold to present our perspective Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean i know i said it about seven times doesn't mean it's right but we just wanted to put that out there and and start a conversation potentially not with us i don't i don't necessarily want to talk i'm not a relationship coach (laughs) i'm I'm not steve harvey i'm not hating on the fellas and trying to get closer with the ladies um but i do want or i hope that you have that conversation with yourself, yeah. you know, like, ah, interesting what Jared said about pride as a guy, right? Like, man, maybe I am being prideful or interesting what Chris said about initially dating a guy, like just have those thoughts with yourself. But at the end of the day, um, I think sacrifice and communication is everything when you're trying to figure out work-life balance and how to freaking date. Oh, yeah. That's all I got, bro. That's all I got. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, my peeps, share this one. <laughs> Comment on YouTube for this one. Um, we probably hit all the comments at this point. Yeah, you know, I, I actually, I'm, I'm going to go through the comments and comment. Like, I always read them, and then if I know them personally, I'll go in and, and say something to them. Um, I actually get more people that DM me on Instagram. From the snippets? From the From the snippets. Then comment about, oh, watch this and this part in front. I'm like, oh, comment that on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm, I'm curious to see the feedback on this one because it's funny because, to be real, the, the more this podcast grows, the more you you get people that do like some of the things, but then you get some people that be like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. And that's okay because we're not here to be perfect. We're just giving you a opinion. Yep. But, um, yeah, bro, that's all I have. Are we talking about next week now, or do we just get – we just – what do you think? We just, we just want to surprise them? Yeah, we just – Viva la <laughs> – We just – because I just now remember the topic, if we're going to still go that route. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, water's done. <laughs> Conversation's done, guys, girls. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please, if you're listening, five-star. Give us a uh, review on Spotify, Apple, Google. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. We have this coming out every single Tuesday. And um, we love you guys. Jared, you finish it and we're out. See you all next week. Perfect. (laughs) Y'all take care.